0: Visit OpenBibleNJ.org for more information. Thanks again for joining us today. Now enjoy the service.
1: I want to continue with this thought, the Christ of Christmas, the Christ of Christmas. Look at at, uh, Philippians chapter number two, if you would, and let's begin reading in verse number five. Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. And the church said, amen. 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 May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his holy word. You know, we often speak about the Christian life or our faith as being a journey, right? A journey. You've heard that before. We speak about that all the time. We're on a journey, uh, you know, in our Christian faith. And, and it has a starting point, right? That journey has a starting point. And the starting point of our journey of faith began when you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. That was a great day, wasn't it? Uh, how many say, that's a great day? great day. You know, you get saved. You accept Christ as your Savior. You begin to understand the concept of being forgiven. You begin to live a, a different life, a changed life, a Christian life. It has a starting point, right? Our journey of faith. But it also has, it also has an end point, our journey of faith, right? There's going to come a day when either, either the Lord is going to uh, take you home or He's going to come back and get you, right? How many of us would be excited if He came back and got us? Amen. Yeah, we'll be singing like Fidelia <laughs> on the way up, right? I wanted to come back and get us. I would love to experience the rapture, wouldn't you? Wouldn't that be an awesome event, right? And so uh, we often speak about our, our Christianity, our, our life of faith as a journey. We're on a journey, and this journey had a starting point. This journey had, uh, we'll have an end point. And all in between, it's just a day-by-day, day. now pay attention right here, it's just a day-by-day day walk of faith. Isn't that right? Take that in for a second. Take it in for a moment. Every single day, you and I, it's important for us to place our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ every single day and continue the journey. It's just the day by day, you know, my hand in His hand, me following Him, day by day on this journey of faith. Faith. I have no idea, many times I have no idea where, where, where He's leading. I have no idea where I may end up. I just know this. I just know that He's a good God and that He makes no mistakes and that when I put my faith and trust in Him and daily walk with Him, it's going to be okay. It's going, it's going to lead to a good place. Why? Because it's my journey of faith. Once I thought about that, I thought about this. When you think about Christmas, I think this. I think Christmas was a journey for Jesus. It was a journey for Jesus. Uh, our text speaks about an infinite journey. We read it here. I'm not sure if you picked it up or not, but it speaks about how Jesus came to Earth from Heaven, right? I mean, he was, he was in Heaven and came to Earth, and the Bible then, then teaches from Earth, from Earth he went to the cross, and then from the cross he went to the grave, and from the grave, you know, he rose again, and then. Return to heaven. What a journey. What a journey. No one has ever traveled as far as our Savior Jesus has traveled on this journey. It's the journey of Christmas. And it didn't begin, it didn't begin in, that little, in that little stable. It didn't begin in that little sleepy town. It didn't begin uh, 2,000 years ago. No, the Bible traces Christmas, if you will, back before time. And so I want to take a look this morning, just for a couple of minutes, uh, on that theme there, the Christ of Christmas. I want to take us on a journey, the journey of Christmas. And I want want you to notice this with me. I want you to notice first, the Christ of Christmas before. Pay attention there. The Christ of Christmas before. Look at the statement there uh, in that text, Philippians chapter 2, verse 6, who being in the form of God. Do you see that? Who being in the form of God. Now listen to this statement. I want you to wrap your brain around this. Jesus existed before he existed. Amen. Well, yeah. That's good. Think about that for a second. Jesus existed before he existed. That can't be said, I'm going to take this jacket off if you don't mind, because under these lights it gets pretty hot up here. That cannot be said about any other than Jesus. He existed before he existed. Right? Did did you get that? That means this. That means that Jesus Christ, our Savior, always was. He always has been. Uh, In other words, uh, He's been there from the beginning. And I like what the Bible says. Before He existed as Jesus Christ, He existed as the Word of God. John chapter number 1, we've read this before. In fact, We preached about it just a week or two ago. Flip it up on the screen if you would, guys. It says this, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word, the Word was God. And it goes on and says in verse number two, the same was in the beginning with God. And we notice again the fact that Jesus Christ has always been. Look at that text. Go back, if you would, uh, to that verse again. Who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Equal. The reason Jesus thought it not robbery to be equal with God is because Jesus was God. Jesus is God, and so when you begin to look at the Christmas story, you begin to look at the Christ of Christmas before, before He became a man, before He came to Earth, and so before the incarnation, Jesus existed eternally in the heavenly glory. Now, pay attention to this: He was not created by the Father. He was eternally begotten by the Father on the day of Christmas, on that day of His incarnation, on the day when He took on flesh, on the day when He became a man. He wasn't created by the Father because He always was. He was eternally begotten by the Father. And that's important because the Bible teaches that Jesus shared with the Father equal glory and equal worship. And that's important because the Bible goes on and tells us in Isaiah chapter number 42 that God will share His glory with no other. With no other, with, with, with no other, nor any created being or graven image. And that means this, if God is going to share His glory with Jesus Christ, then Jesus Christ must be God Himself. And so when we speak about Christmas, we speak about the Christ of Christmas before And we come to understand that our Savior Jesus always has been the second person of the Godhead. He existed eternally from the very beginning, before time. In fact, time is marked by Jesus, isn't it? We often speak about time as being B.C. or A.D. Where did that come from? That came from Jesus right, that came from the fact that, you know, before Christ, there was time, and after Christ, that we are now living, there's time, after his death, and so our Jesus, our Savior Jesus, is eternal, and I appreciate that, because he was there from the very beginning, but then as you begin to trace Christmas, it gets more interesting, because we go from before to then, the Christ of Christmas then, notice the movement of our text of study, it begins to say this in verse number, number seven, you have your Bibles open? look what it says, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. He was made in the likeness of men. And that means this, that means the prophecies of the Old Testament were fulfilled in the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you remember what Isaiah said? Isaiah said this in chapter number 7, verse number 14. He said this prophecy speaking about the one who would come, behold, a virgin shall Bear a son. Huh? Who's who's Isaiah speaking about? Speaking about Jesus, the eternal one. He went on and said this in Isaiah chapter number 9 and verse number 6. He said, unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given, the eternal one. Isn't that right? And so it's talking about then the story of Christmas, and that's what we celebrate right now, the very first advent of Christ, his first coming. That's the story we've been speaking about over the last couple of weeks. The story with the cast of characters, Mary and Joseph, shepherds, magi, you know, uh, angels and announcements. What a beautiful story. Isn't it a beautiful story? That's the story of Christmas, a cast of characters. And the great truth, the great one truth that, that it all surrounds is the fact that God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's the story. And that's the truth of Christmas. What a a great story. And so you see, the story of Christmas, it's the Christ of Christmas before the Christ of Christmas then. But I want to focus this morning on this subject. I want us to focus on the Christ of Christmas now. Now. I mean, many of us have already come to understand the fact that Jesus always was. We've heard that Bible verse before in John chapter number one, where Jesus was the Word of God, right? And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And then, of course, we celebrate, you know, at this time of the year, Christmas and all the the festivities, and we hear that story over and over. In fact, the last three or four weeks, we've been reading that account of Matthew chapter number one, Luke chapter one, two. And so we understand the fact that he was born, but, but how about right now? Where is the Christ of Christmas right now? Look at that text of Scripture on the screen. Verse number 9 says, wherefore God, wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name above every name. A name above every name. And I think this, I think when you begin to read about the first coming of Christ, you begin to read how the first coming of Christ came to an end. You remember that story? He lived only 33 years on the earth, Right? I mean, 33 in a little bit, and the Bible says that story came to an end when Jesus Christ was crucified. He was crucified, and then the Bible says he was buried, but then just like he said he would on the third day, he, he rose again. He rose again, and the Bible says this. The Bible says he lived on earth for 40 days, 40 days. He walked among the people. He greeted some. He prayed with others. He ministered and confirmed the fact that he was alive for 40 days and then suddenly you know what the Bible says he was taken up Acts chapter number one look at it verse number nine as the as the angels are standing around and when he had uh, the disciples are standing around it says and when he had spoken these things while they beheld he was taken up and uh, and a cloud received him out of their sight isn't that awesome Jesus Christ, after being crucified, buried, and then rising again from the grave, dwells among humankind for 40 days, and then just like He came, He was taken up. Taken up into heaven. You say, where's the Christ of Christmas today? The Bible says this. The Bible says Jesus Christ today is seated at the right hand of the Father. That's His, pay attention to this statement, that's His present-day ministry. Today, Jesus Christ has a ministry toward you and I. And you know what it is? It's to pray for us, it's to advocate for us. Look at the scriptures, Romans chapter number eight. Flip it, fellas, if you would. Verse 34 says, Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Isn't that rich? That means right now, today, Jesus Christ is seated at the right hand of the Father, and His present-day ministry is to pray for us. He prays for us. Huh? Ah, let's read on. I'll flip it again. Look at this next Bible verse. 1 John chapter 2, verse number 1. My little children, speaking to us, these things write unto you, that you sin not. Now pay attention. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the Righteous. You know what that word advocate can be translated as? A go-between, a reconciler. (laughs) We might say today, an attorney. We have a good attorney who stands for us and represents us before the throne of God. If any man sin, by the way, we do sin, don't we? If any man sin, we have an advocate. We have somebody who stands on our behalf and says, Father, forgive them. And that's why I like what it says in 1 John chapter 1, verse number 9. If we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You know what I did this morning, John? I promised you this morning, as I got to praying, as I got to fellowship with God, I said, Jesus, please let me take a moment just to confess. And you know what I did? I reminded him of what the Bible says. I reminded him, I said, This, Lord, you told me that if I would confess, you would forgive. I'm confessing, and I'm going to take you at your word that you've forgiven. Amen. And I left that little time of fellowship feeling forgiven. Amen? Uh, and up to this point, I don't think I've had to ask for, for forgiveness yet. You know, or I had to confess anything yet. Yeah, it might come before the end of the service, but not as, as of yet. But I'm glad, and I hope you're glad that today Christ has a present-day ministry. And that present-day ministry is that He prays for us. And he intercedes on our behalf. Hebrews chapter number 12 says this. Flip it, guys, if you would. Uh, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. Look at it. And is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Isn't that awesome? You know, some would have us to believe this. Some would have us to believe that when Jesus Christ mm, uh, was resurrected and then ascended 40 days after, you know, he resurrected, he ascended, mm, some would have us to believe that Jesus went on then and is in heaven today building for you and I a mansion. Isn't, isn't that wishful thinking? Huh? Doesn't that, give you, doesn't that give you pleasant thoughts? Huh? But you know it's not true. That's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible says this, he said that he went on to prepare a place for us. It never said it never said he is building a mansion for us. We sing that. Did you ever sing that? I got a mansion just over the Yeah. It's a great song, you know? But the mansion that the Bible speaks about, it's, it's just a place. It's a place of a boat. Jesus isn't up there right now as a carpenter preparing you and I a mansion to dwell in. No, Jesus Christ is in heaven today where he's interceding for us. He's praying for us. Huh? He's advocating for us. That's a whole lot better than Jesus being in heaven preparing us some kind of a dwelling place. Right? I like that. That's his present-day ministry where Jesus Christ today is seated at the right hand of the Father. And so you see, you see the Christ of Christmas before, you see the Christ of Christmas then, and you see the Christ of Christmas now. Where is he today? Today, Jesus Christ is right next to the Father standing on our behalf. And when God the Father looks at us, he looks at us through the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the Christ of Christmas. But it doesn't stop there. Because the Bible says this, the Christ of Christmas is coming again. And so we see Him before, we see Him then, we see Him now, and we see Him again. Look what it says there in that text of Scripture. It says in verse number 10 of uh, uh, Philippians chapter number 2, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in earth, things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. Jesus Christ is coming again. Aren't you glad? That same Jesus is coming again, and the Bible says that every tongue will confess and every knee will bow. And they're just going, to, just going to declare him to be Lord. He is Lord. There's a thrilling passage of Scripture in the book of Acts. We read verse number 9 where the angels stand up next to the disciples, and here's what they say. Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus which is taken up from you into heaven shall what? So come in like manner as you've seen Him go into heaven. Jesus is coming back for us one day. Amen. Aren't you thankful of that? Amen. I am. I'm glad He's coming. He's coming again. The King of kings, the Lord of lords, has promised to return for us, and He will. Listen to the Bible. first uh, In John chapter number 14, Jesus speaking to His disciples. Remember He said this. He said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in Me. He said, in My Father's house are many mansions. I go prepare a place for you and if i go and prepare a place for you read it with me i will come again and receive you unto myself that where i am there you may be also jesus christ is coming again and one day he's going to break through the sky, and if you and I are still alive, he's going to call us home. In fact, it says in First Thessalonians chapter number 4, in verse number 16, it says, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Look at the scream. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord isn't that great the Christ of Christmas again he's coming again what a journey from heaven to earth from earth to heaven and back again all all for you all for see that's the whole Christmas story it's not just a little babe in the manger with all the festivities and celebration no the whole story takes us back before time and it takes us into the future where time is yet to arrive And that's our Jesus and that's the story and when you look at it like that and put it in perspective it was for you and for me he did that for us amen so let me give you a couple things to take with you uh, on this Christmas as we begin to celebrate today and tomorrow I want you to know just a couple of things I think it's important celebrate Christmas with great joy if anybody ought to have joy it ought to be us If anybody ought to be able to to celebrate, it ought to be us. Why is that? Because we know Him, and we understand, we comprehend. We had our epiphany. Remember that message a couple weeks ago? We've had our aha moment, where we come to understand the Lord Jesus Christ is our personal Savior. What an epiphany. He did that for me. I'm saved. I'm going to heaven one day. He's coming back for me. I'm looking forward to that. And so if anybody ought to celebrate Christmas with great joy... It ought to be us. It ought to be those of us that are saved. And so I encourage you to enjoy, enjoy Christmas. But listen, listen to this. Enjoy it in a Christian way. Enjoy it in a Christian way. Celebrate with family and friends, but don't lose focus of the fact that it's all about Him. Make room for Him. Allow Him to be the centerpiece. And I know sometimes we get around unsaved friends and family during this, this time of the year. It's okay. It's okay for you to still celebrate in a Christian way. Huh? It's okay for you to bring up His name. It's okay for you to give Him praise and worship. People expect it of you. They're surprised when you don't, because they know you named the name of Christ. And so let me encourage you to go ahead and enjoy Christmas, but keep Jesus at the center of the celebration. Then also let me let me mention this to be sure that you know the Christ of Christmas personally. Be sure that you know the Christ of Christmas personally. See it's one thing to know all about him. Isn't that right? I shared with you last week my testimony of salvation where I knew about him. I mean just from when I can remember my family taught me about God. They taught me about Jesus. They told me there was a heaven, and they told me there was, and it's not popular to say any longer, they told me there was a hell. And I knew all about these things, but I didn't know him. I knew about him, but I didn't know him until I became almost 20 years old, and someone presented the gospel to me in such a, in such a clear way that I put my faith and my trust and my total dependence in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I was saved. (laughs) I got saved that day. I got born again that day. My name was written down in the Lamb's Book of Life that day. That day, if I'd have died that day, or any day after that, I would go directly to heaven because of Jesus, because of the Christ of Christmas. And So as we celebrate Christmas this season, I would pray that you understand that Christmas is for you. Jesus Christ died for all of humanity. And when we read in the Bible that God gave His only begotten Son, He gave His only begotten Son for you and for me. And Jesus Himself said this, I've come that they might have life, life, eternal life, everlasting life, and that they might have it more abundant, more abundant. And so I would pray this Christmas season it's upon us it's today it's tomorrow that we don't lose focus as we celebrate christmas don't lose focus of the centerpiece jesus keep him at the center of it and if you're not saved then maybe today you'll consider maybe today you'll pray maybe today you'll you just desire to come to a full understanding of what it means to be born again what does it mean to know for sure that when i die i can go to heaven on behalf of open bible we wish you a merry christmas christmas But more than that, we pray that your relationship with Jesus either grows or it's found this Christmas season.
0: Thanks again for watching us online today. If you haven't done so already, please fill out a digital connection card so we know how to better serve you this week. For encouragement throughout your week, you can listen to past sermons by searching Open Bible Baptist Church on the Apple Podcast or Google Play Store.